I'm sure that our listeners can tell we are now broadcasting from a bona fide radio station right here in the Comedy Clubhouse. It's an amazing setup. It's really cool. Uh, This guy Marco's built a full pallet system, keeps everything inside. We've got four mics. Four! Four. We had two before, sort of. Yeah. So it feels good. Four mics. We have like, what is that's got to be like a 12-channel mixer, uh, computers, lights, two different cameras, and this fancy digital clock that tells us exactly when it is. Exactly exactly what time it is, and the temperature as well. Uh, Does it really? Yeah, we got 25 degrees today. Oh, wow. 25 degrees on the 25th of May. Uh, At the town, it will be 1245. Da, 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 da. Anyway, it's all really exciting. This is all part of KW Radio, right here at at the Comedy Clubhouse. At the Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, wow, it's been a while. It's been three and a half months since, wow. uh, since we did a podcast. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So the one we did with Tama was on the, uh, the 10th of February. Wow. Yeah. I, I listened to a bit of it this morning because I was like, I want to know where well, we were at yeah. before. And I just learned a lot about Tama. Yeah. Uh, basically. Yeah, he, he, he ran that podcast. Uh-huh. I remember trying to ask him a question. And he's like, well, let me answer by saying, I started doing that. Yeah, like, let me go in my own direction with yeah. that. Uh, but we have got a load of updates. Well, you know, I'm thinking about it. I don't think we had a bar then. We would have had the little bar that we now have in the corner. Because I remember we recorded right there, you know, on the little bar. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had a, the big proper bar, which I built. You be, so, so Matt built a bar, which was very decent. And then we did have a proper yeah. builder come in, Ivan. Who, and make it look good. He made it look good and he reinforced it and built us a sink. Yeah. Basically, we're, we're pretty set up with a proper bar now, yeah. uh, which has been sort of a game changer. We have shelves with liquor on them and glasses. We are getting kegs. Yeah. Installed. So this time next week, we're going to have a couple of beers on tap. So do you want to, let's, let's talk about that real quick. So what's the idea behind, so we're going to have fancy beer. Fancy beer. Yeah. And you don't like the idea of having cheap beer on tap. Uh, I do. I mean, I I don't think you have much of a dog in the fight, but, uh, I, to be honest, I thought the bottles were going to be considerably cheaper than the keg bear, and it turns out they're relatively similar price-wise. The bottles are a little bit cheaper, um, okay, because Moritz basically wants to push, yeah, the more models, bot bottles. And th- so we had the distributors in yesterday for a, a friendly little meeting, right? And they were saying they they were definitely pushing bottles, and they they seemed to kind of, um, I don't know, not be enthused about selling cheap beer through kegs. And they said one of the reasons is so because every bottle has a has the label on it, right? And they want people to see us drinking Moritz beer. Yeah, I think that's why also they want us to sell the yellow standard Moritz in in bottles. In bottles. Uh, I mean, we're already doing a lot of branding for them. We've, we've got our tables are made out of Moritz. Your yeah. your hops pond is like decorated with with Moritz bottles. It's not the hops pond; it's the beer garden. Oh, the beer garden. Isn't Lovely. It? Yeah. Great name for something oh, that's... I'm trying to remember who came up with that name. It was one of our guests. Uh, I'll say it's Jen Letterer, but I don't think it was. Uh, it's a good name. It's a good name. And a good beer garden as well, which will very, very shortly be sponsored. It's our first sponsorship arrangement by Amber. Yeah. They're going to pay us 
200 euros cold hard cash uh, to come and uh, somehow make your beer garden look even better than it currently looks. Yeah. I just want everybody to know all the complaining about the mosquitoes and the malaria and the, and the smells. This, this beer garden is bringing in revenue. Yeah, right. it's, it's a been big generator. Still at this stage, it's been a lot more trouble than, it, than it's worth. But the beer garden and the, and the, and the piss pond, uh, Kylo made a very good point of suggesting, like, oh, who would have thought that the piss pond wouldn't be very hygienic? Uh, it is now, by the way. Have you been in there? Yeah, there's still... It's fine. The fish are thriving. I did a water check. Water's fine. There's still a lot of mosquitoes around. I wouldn't say a lot. There are still mosquitoes. We know what a lot is, and it's more than what we have. It's less than there was before. But no, it, they have not been completely obliterated. I have not figured out where they're coming from yet. I, though, you know, I had a dream about this last night. Yeah. I did. 100, I, I dreamt that I saw a mosquito larvae in the piss pond with the fish, and I was like, we need more fish. <laughs> There's so many problems starting a comedy club that I never would have expected to face. Uh, and one of them is worrying about being the home of the first malaria outbreak in Europe <laughs> in 60 years. And it's because of a combination of the two wackiest things ever. One is the piss pond that uh, became a, a breeding ground for mosquitoes. And then number two is that I just came back from Madagascar and got the shit bitten out of me by mosquitoes in a malaria zone. And the way that malaria spreads is that a mosquito bites someone that has it. And then bite somebody else. I so want to be the hotspot for a malaria outbreak. I'm, I'm willing to get malaria just, just for that. I think Come on great. down to the comedy clubhouse. <clears throat> it's malarious. Yeah, party like it's 1920. <laughs> It'll be fantastic. We'll give everybody shots of queen on. Uh, yeah, we can Quinon. start with malaria and then maybe we move on to polio somehow. Cholera. Cholera. Sure. I just want, I want yeah, like, I want like, you know, old, old-timey diseases. Everything they were cool in the 20s. Everything's about nostalgia these <clears throat> days. Yeah. Movie remakes, why not disease remakes? Uh, so, bizarre problem that we're on top of. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure now I don't have malaria, by the way. Oh, do you? Uh, That's I, too bad. <laughs> stink. I, yeah, I came back. I thought I did, but it was, I was having like weird stomach stuff just because of the food I was eating. And then I was kind of like breaking out into sweats and all of this and going like, that must be malaria. But then I think it was just because I was hungover uh, <laughs> or whatever. So uh, stopped drinking last couple of days. I've been feeling really good. Uh, good news is I don't have malaria. Bad news is that I have some pretty unhealthy life habits, I guess. Yeah, well, welcome to comedy. Yeah. Yeah, welcome to free drinks in a bar that you own. Yeah. Uh, and just also being bored, <laughs> often like b- bored for long periods of time. Uh, is the the thing. Yeah. So what else has changed since February, Johnny Boy? I've got a list. Well, lots of things have happened, right? Uh, Huge things have happened. We had the coin smelting ceremony, uh, which is probably the the big thing. And then uh, Louis C.K. came. That was less big. (laughs) Uh, No, that was huge as well. Louis C.K. dropped by the club, uh, what, two months ago? Thereabouts, I think March March tenth. Uh, okay, so a month after the last podcast, and it was exciting. Yeah, was you exciting. followed Louis. It was exciting. I I, I headlined for Louis, Louis C.K. opened for John. 
I think our audience needs to know that. Which was a huge honor for, for Louis. Uh, and he became a member of the Comedy Clubhouse, an honorary member. Yeah. We gave him a Comedy Clubhouse coin. <clears throat> Uh, so now he's part of a very exclusive club with about 60 members, uh, which is exciting. I, by the way, I wanted to give him the coin myself. I don't know how that got so fucked up. Uh, I specifically said to Hannah, I was like, if he's going to leave, make sure he gets the coin. But if he's not, if he's hanging out, hold off. I want to like present the coin to him, you know? Yeah. And uh, somehow the second I got on stage, you gave it to him in the end. No? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of just threw it at him. I was like, here... Yeah, this is an unimportant thing. I told thing. him, uh, this is how we normally pay comedians. <laughs> That's we funny. give them coins we make ourselves. That's funny. <clears throat> uh, I also took some of the coins to Madagascar and buried them in a pirate cemetery. Uh, so now Comedy Clubhouse coins are part of a genuine buried pirate treasure. I don't think, will they turn up in a metal detector? Aluminium won't, right? I don't think so. I don't remember. I don't know how that works. I, sh- I should know. It'd be cool if we fully freaked someone out that was searching, searching that. Oh, my gosh. They're not dated, are they? No, they have 2022 on them. So They do? Yeah, yeah. It'll be pretty, pretty quick for them to <clears> recognize <throat> that it's not. If anybody wants to hunt for this buried comedy treasure, have you made a map yet? Uh, I haven't made a map, but I did uh, get a tattoo of... I'll show the camera. I, I got a tattoo of the... Marker uh, of it. So, so if anyone was in Madagascar, they could have a look at my tattoo and keep an eye out for something that looks similar and then start digging. You'd either find skulls or clubhouse coins. It's not worth it at the moment, right? Because the clubhouse coins aren't worth that much. Just a few hundred thousand a coin. Exactly. Um, but there's a limited number of them. Actually, a far more limited number of clubhouse coins than there are Bitcoin. Uh, and we've all seen what happened to Bitcoin. It's only a matter of time. So let's talk about that, that minting ceremony. It went extremely well. It was a, I, I was, I was upstairs for a lot of it. And all I heard was a lot of grunting and shouting and, you know, people levity. were swept up in, in exa- oh, exactly, yeah. exactly the kind of mass hysteria that John uh, predicted. I was, I was predicting and hoping for largely thanks to, to Andy Casper. Actually, he really, really got into it, which Happy birthday to him today. Uh, yeah, they were chanting coins, 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 coins. I made the mistake of getting comedians on. I had about four comedians that were supposed to come on and, and, and tell jokes about currency and coins and things like that. And by the time I'd had two comedians up to tell jokes, people were just like heckling them, <laughs> yelling at them and demanding that they get the fuck off stage because they wanted more coins. They just wanted more coins. Well, it's great. Uh, I think... Where's my coin has been the number one question since, since that ceremony. Right, because I've, I've now decided I'm not going to give out clubhouse coins except in coin smelting ah, okay. ceremonies. Uh, ceremonies. Uh, ceremonies. And I, told, I said to everyone, look, if you want your coin, come to the ceremony. Everyone that did come to the ceremony got their coin. And then people were surprised when they didn't come to the ceremony and didn't get their coin including uh club comedy clubhouse co-founder yeah original member hannah becker yeah i'm not sure if i should have kept a coin aside for her or not 
Uh, no, look, it's you know, it's it's a it's a sign. Even the elite have to play by the rules here at the comedy clubhouse. Yeah, as you soon know? as you start making exceptions, then everyone expects an exception. It's hard to it's hard to decide. That's why it's nice not to be in charge a lot of the time. Oh my god, I wish I was never in charge. <laughs> like. Carlos is saying that a lot of people come in and they're like, oh no, it's cool, I can go see a show because I know John or I know Matt. Uh, I'm glad that we're not at the bar and having to like eventually say no to our friends and be like, no, you can't come in, no, the show's sold out, that kind of thing. You know, I'm glad. I've never said no ever to anything. Exactly, that's why so, it's fantastic. That's why Carlos is there. Having him around. I was trying to explain to him as well that a lot more people when it comes to like getting into a show for free or anything like that, a lot more people know us than we know them Yeah, uh, in, in that way. It's so much fun now. Um, now that we're in the new location, we're starting to get people from the old location coming in and they, they come, they walk in, they're like, Oh, Hey. And I'm like, Hey champ, I definitely know who you are. They're like, ah, I was at the old place. I was like, ah, yes, you were. I don't know what they're expecting. Like I haven't seen them in a year. Yeah. or so and they only came to like one or two shows I mean naturally it's the comedy clubhouse so we left an indelible impression on them but it's not always works in reverse and I think they expect me to go oh yeah that's right you were sitting in the back left behind uh, the yeah, fat yeah. guy in a, in a sea of people admittedly there was only like 20 seats in that place so maybe, yeah. maybe you could remember people <clears throat> I do the same when I talk to other people I expect them to expect them to remember my name and who I am and kind of get a little bit annoyed when they don't. Oh, no, I always um, remind everybody. Yeah. I'm Dr. Matthew Murphy. Yeah, I guess you do Even leave, my mother. A, leave a smear on people when you meet them. I try. What else is on the list there, Johnny? Mm, Michelle Wolf did a show, her solo who? show. Michelle? Michelle Wolf. Oh, yeah, our good friend Michelle. Uh, she did great. We could have fit about another 15 seats in there. Yeah? I think, yeah. Nice. Well, another 15 people in there or something. We kind of, we sold out 55 and then we had Harris seating everyone in yeah. the room and he just did it like a magician. So just packed him efficiently in. that in the end we were like, oh shit, there's, there's too many extra seats. Uh, so it's good to know that if we, if we do things right, we can fit more people in. Oh, we need to get photos from that show because she had her hair big and, uh, and fluffy, like classic Michelle Wolf styled instead of her new her new braids. Yeah, she's been kind of going in, in disguise a little bit. I, I, I will ask her about this next time we see her, but I, I thought it was interesting because she went to go film or she went to perform at the Netflix is a joke festival in LA mm -hmm. and she was filming a pilot and I noticed that she went back to her kind of classic hairstyle. Um, but so I need this photo because, uh, and this is a little bit controversial, but I want to put our photos up on the wall. Mm -hmm. And I actually, yeah, Comedy Clubhouse. Recording uh, live. We're going to have a little break. No, why? We don't need a break. I we know I'm... who that is. Oh, true, 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 true. Sorry, we're expecting the, the FBOSS machine guy to fix it. Really? Yeah. The what's, the, what's the FBOSS? The FBOSS, the, the TPU machine. Oh, they, they're sending a guy. They're sending a guy. Should oh, come nice. today. Fantastic. Uh, no, that's just Marco, our radio station engineer and manager. And well, all about Gadabout Town, something like that. Yeah, all-round legend. Anyway, I want to hang up four photos, large photos, A3-sized, uh, just of some you know, clubhouse regulars. I, I think that like, I, I'll be up there, John, 
uh, Michelle, Louis. And I think that's all we need, really. Those really the staples of the of, yeah. of the clubhouse. Hannah can Hannah can go on that if she wants, right? We can. Because uh, I feel bad about the coin situation. Rules are rules. So, no, this is uh, this is actually an important talk, topic to talk about because all right. So I said I asked Olga to prepare the photos for printing for me, and uh, she takes a day and then she writes back to me. She goes, um, "Well, I was I was talking with Hannah and we thought maybe you'd want to have like." more than just the four of you on the wall? I was like, no! Why would we want that? Um, I do agree it's a good idea. And I think what's going to happen is if you want your photo on the wall, you have to send Olga a, a photo that you approve of, and then she'll format it and put it in grayscale. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should have some kind of qualification criteria. I, I don't know. I don't care. I'm going to put put ours huge mm-hmm. and I, I and it's all for like i want to have a like a joke like a, a reel on instagram and be like here's some legends of comedy that have graced our stage and i'll walk by and i'll be like that's michelle wolf and that's louis ck just some people some friends of us that we know <laughs> yeah. and then i'll walk past our photos and then i wanted to end on a photo of steve martin and uh, be like and this is steve martin he he hasn't come to the club yet but i know he will i mean no he hasn't returned my calls or emails but i'm i'm sure he's going to be here anything yeah fun yeah it's all for a joke and uh it was just funny the way that olga was trying to be so sensitive she was like well i think that maybe perhaps you'd want to consider other people uh, no anyway i think we will eventually but I, I feel like at the very top end we want it just to be us like for the for the first print run you know i, I want to have at least a couple of months where it's just like i just think you, it's me, hilarious Michelle, ck i just think it's hilarious and uh and like the girls were horrified they were just horrified <laughs> and it's so funny um this this has been true like throughout the process whenever you and i have a bad idea or it's not even clearly that's never happened whenever john and i have an idea that uh the girls don't agree with their their like professional voice comes in and you can tell right away. They go, well, that's, that's one way. Or perhaps maybe, you know, and they mm-hmm. like try to couch it. Um, I think Hannah's gotten pretty good at sort of uh, bringing issues to our attention in, a, in, a in an acceptable way. way. Yeah. I think she just has stopped. <laughs> I don't know. We... Uh, we're good at asking each other for, for, for approval on stuff, right? Yeah. Like I did a, a drinks menu the other day and, and I asked Matt to come over and approve it because I knew he'd just be like, yep, great. Yeah. You know, and, and then someone else comes over, Jacob, and he like wants to have an opinion as well. It's like, no, I know your opinion is going to be that it's wrong yeah. and I don't have time or we don't want to deal with that. Really. Speaking of which, I, I did get some feedback on the menu today. Yeah. Did you hear about it? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, somebody suggested the color scheme looks like a wedding invite. Yeah. And is not very Clubhouse-esque. And, and this is one that I, I thought was good. We don't need to be quite so detailed. We can just say soft drink two years. So we can take off, instead of having listing every flavor. Oh, yeah. I was aware of that. But I just wanted it to be a full menu. Yeah. Like, uh, because we have so little things, I wanted people to see that, or wanted people to feel like it was more complete. Ah, okay. Uh-huh. Actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's probably, when I, for whatever reason, I find the annoying, well, what do you guys have? The most annoying question yeah. that you get as a bartender, or that we get as a bartender. I'm like, we have beer. When, why? Don't ask me. I'm not a good bartender. Now, we're going to have a full beer range. 
I know. We've got fancy beer. We've got cheap beer. We even got beer without alcohol. We have beer without gluten. The pina colada shots are coming back. Pina I, colada shots are coming back. Where kegs are coming back. Yeah. It's we're good. basically now trying to mimic exactly what we were doing in, in Limerick. It's Man. When we first started this place, I was very concerned about not appearing like a bar and still legally that's I think what we should be doing but it's now transpired that we can do whatever we want as long as we don't piss off the neighbors I think that's the key I don't think anyone cares what we do as long as we're not keeping anyone up at night um, so we spent the first two or three months training people to come in grab a drink go downstairs and then leave afterwards yeah and then we kind of did this whole shit we're not making any money yeah type thing and now we're having to sort of retrain people the other way no to, stick around drink please it's, yeah it's cool yeah still not making uh any money no we're just about breaking even right now yeah we're paying people other people are making money everyone else is making tons of money well not tons but like you know it's a bit frustrating yeah um it's it's weird because it feels successful what we're doing. Like we're we're busy a lot right. of nights of the week. Have I told you what my my new joke about the place is? What you know that this place is an artistic success because we're not making any money. <laughs> yeah. People are happy, things are going cool, but like you know. Yeah, yeah, good vibes all around. Struggle. We're rich in vibes. Uh, I think. It'll turn around. A hundred percent it will. People are coming in and I mean we're we're about to become content producers in a big way. Yeah, that's um that's something I wanted to talk about in terms of future ideas. How are you producing content? Doc Cobbler. The Doc Cobbler show every Saturday at five PM right here at the Comedy Clubhouse. You can see it on YouTube, Instagram and Twitter. There was no, and on, it will be available on our Patreon as well. Yeah, so I haven't, I've been away <clears throat> while you've been starting this. So I don't know what the structure is. How's it, how does it go? So Doc Cobbler is a legendary talk show. It's kind of styled after a morning talk show, like Good Morning America or one of those things. Um, it's hosted by me and Kyla Cobbler, and we have a few guests on every, on every episode. And uh, the way that it's formatted is, uh, I want to say that it's a, an hour-long show comprised of six YouTube episodes that are made up of about 10 Instagram clips. So okay. you, you'll be able to see the full show if you're a Clubhouse member. You can see the full show on Patreon. And then we're going to put specific kind of highlighted clips on YouTube and then like moments from those clips on Instagram. But in our first episode, our, our guests were Kobe, who we all know and love, um, God himself, uh, Annie Oakley, and uh, I think we had Jen Letter. Who played God? God himself. Yeah. No, uh, God was played by a new comedic talent here in Barcelona named by the name of Andy Perez. He's a, he's a comedic actor and video editor. A lot of Andys around, excess of Andys. You know what was fun about that first episode? I asked Andy Casper to play God, because I love his God. Um, and he said he couldn't do it. And I go, oh, all right. And then I, get, I got the... Re- idea that I could replace him with another Andy who also plays God and that tickled me for some reason I don't these are the petty things that bring me joy uh yeah this week we're gonna have John Ellis John Spillane and uh, a few other guests 
Now we're getting the keys to the kingdom. You hear that? Yeah. That's freedom right there, baby. It's cool having this stuff like ready to go, sort of set up. Um, I would. You talked about doing a radio show. I think that would be cool to do as well. Clubhouse yeah. radio. I want to do a morning radio show every day. Just come in and talk. Try to like recruit Kyla into it also because she talks good. She, she, talk talk, she good. talks good. Uh, yeah, I would like to do... Like if you do it, I'll, I'll <clears> maybe come in for an hour afterwards and, and, and do something. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what, but I'd figure something out. I what, think it's good. I mean, week, we, have this, we have the station right here in front of the window. Everybody that's walked by now looks in. We need to put a, a sign up there somehow to let them know what's up. But uh, yeah. So the Doc Cobbler show is one form of content I'm trying to make. Um, and the, once we hit a little bit of a stride with that, I was thinking we might be able to move it to late nights and have it be an everyday late night show. And mm-hmm. we can change the host. It could be like uh, Mondays with Marnie and Tuesdays with somebody else. Every night? Yeah. At like midnight or something? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Because I'm hosting a, a comedy writing for late night workshop on Mondays now at 7 o'clock. Which I had the great pleasure of attending. I like, I like your strategy of just sort of farming jokes. Yeah, man. Uh, farming jokes under the guise of uh, teaching comedy. It's, it's, it's very clever. Yeah. I, let's hear, what did we get out of that one? Uh, an asteroid the size of the Empire State Building is headed towards Earth at a incredible velocity, at over 1,000 kilometers per minute. Apparently, it has opinions on the Amber Heard trial. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be good. I think, I think, yeah, getting into the rhythm of doing that will be great for your um, late-night science show. Yeah. Uh, and sure. it also, I mean, it was fun. It helps people learn how to write structured jokes. And one of the big things, so like in, uh, in late night, you write 50 to 100 jokes per day, every day, in and out. And here people are very precious about jokes. And they're like, I've written one joke this month and I'm so proud. And I want to get kind of like disabuse people of that. Yeah. If it's specifically on topical stuff or if it's on science headlines that, I mean, honestly, no one's going to really tell those jokes on stage except for you. Yeah. Uh, then I think that's probably a good place to start for sure. Uh, we had Hector Ayala. Do an amazing show. Crushing it. Absolutely crushing it. Hector is crushing life right now. He did a... Yeah, I mean, he, he opened for, for Michelle, so he's been anointed. He, perf- he went up before Louis and did very well. He did so well that Louis came up, gave him a few pointers and said, hey, you're doing good. Keep yeah. it up. Then that gave Hector the opportunity to open for Michelle here. And then he's done his, he just did his very first solo show this Saturday. Sold the fucking place out. Where double, double sold out pretty much. So 55 reservations. It was, a, in fairness, a free work in progress show. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anybody, anybody can sell out a well, free I, show. I'm Come just, on. I'm just saying that Dr. Matthew Murtha sold 35 tickets at 10 euros a pop, right? Yeah. Uh, but... There was such a buzz around Hector's show. People were waiting upstairs. People were like demanding to get in, like asking for special favors to get in and all of this. Yeah. I had a couple of people message me ahead of time being like, hey, can you save me a seat because I, I've got work until 10 or da da da. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely a buzz about it. That boy is taking off. I was in the room. We were shifting around seats. We were packing it all in. And uh, of course, he absolutely killed. Uh, so 
for me, it was very exciting to see that um, Barcelona comedians can have this excited kind of loyal following yeah. behind them, uh, yeah, yeah. which I don't think we've we've seen a little bit, but but uh, not quite as condensed as that. No, it's it's great. Uh, we got we have to have them back. We'll probably turn it into a page show maybe at some point here. Uh, yeah, I think that would be the next step because that Saturday we had two shows that were free, pay what you want, and that's not how I want to run things around yeah. here. I think we've basically the whole time we've been open, even since the start of Limerick, we've had a very concerted effort to to say that all shows were going to be paid shows, and then for that Saturday, that's not what happened. No. Uh, which is just a little sad uh, to me, but not not a big deal at all. Um, we're going to do some renovations. Yeah. June 7th. That's right. We're going to paint the whole place? Not the, well, most of the place. Do you want to paint the roof as well? No. Okay. <laughs> paint the walls. I, I hope it doesn't look too bad if we don't paint the roof right away. Because you wanted the top half to look like the sky. Well, I was thinking, so on our big wall here, yeah, top half light blue, bottom half green. I'm just looking to make the, the room seem a little lighter during the day. Um, I chose those colors to evoke the sun in, the, in a field or the, the sky in a field or something like that, right? To, to kind of work off of this treehouse mm-hmm. theme that we've it's Very similar have. to the original logo we have as well, which had, yeah. uh, well, it had the green tree, but it had the, the sky blue yeah. sky, uh, obviously. Some version of that could be all right, I think. But it's really just to get a fresh coat on the walls, and then we can hang up the photos and, and do some other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would love to get more organized with where stuff is. Like we have a printer in the bar area. And what if we made the space under the stairs the staff office for all the office supplies? Like, all right, so let's, let's talk real quick about what, what it is we need to find a home for. We've got tons of little papers. All that crap in the, in the current office on the left mm-hmm. needs a nice organized home. Yeah, that, the current office should be purely for, for bar stuff, drinks, supplies, so, yeah. that kind of thing. We'll have to start uh, having barrels, too. High, high, yeah, high place for barrels. That will probably help overall, though, I would say, in terms of storage. Yeah. So then we need so we need a place for office supplies like papers and pens and and our printer, electronic gear like all the stuff that's in the green green room. It would be nice to get into that cubby hole as well. Well, for the green room, here's what I had planned. I bought some uh, some hooks. I want to hang all the wires in organized spots, right? And uh, so that we have the speaker wires separated from the HDMI wires, separate from um, mic cables. Etc. And then we need we have props. Yeah. So we got to find a home for props and then cleaning supplies. And anything else? Mm, I think that's most of it. So now that we got the the um, all the radio equipment out of the piss pond, I'm gonna redo that, and it's no longer gonna be the piss pond. It'll be the the grotto. The, the grotto sounds grotto. pretty cool. It's gonna. I'm trying. It's gonna look magical. That's the plan. And you know, if you want to take a pee in it, still, still good to be peed in. I peed in it the other day. Yeah. All right. 
It's, it's a question of quantity, you know? Oh, okay. So it's maybe like a... I think we overloaded the system. But initially it was meant to be a, a sort of a... Reservoir. A gold members only type thing, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I mean, so we'll... we'll I, I'm not giving up on this. I think before... All right, so in order to process human waste with bacteria, which is what we're doing, great. you need to have a large, like a large reservoir of bacteria. They need places to live. They need to be thriving. And then you need plants in order to absorb um, the byproducts of what the bacteria have broken your waste down into. And those, I think those two things we didn't have on our official first goes at the pea pond. And I knew that at the time. Like the... We were peeing in that thing because we were down to one bathroom and it was packed houses and out of necessity. That's another new thing, by the way, right? Extra bathroom? Oh, yeah. Beautiful extra bathroom. Mm-hmm. We're going to hang some mirrors up in the next week or two also. You okay to do that, by the way? Yeah, I just need proper glue. Okay, cool. Of course, I can do anything, John. Come I just on. thought maybe you had like a fair of mirrors or something rather. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe you were no, no. Um, I uh, Though the uh, you know I saw there's this big glass table on the street and it had like a like uh, some sort of design on it. it looked really cool I think it was a musical note and I almost I started carrying it and I was like I I can't too much yeah too definite much. flashbacks Matt tried to get a free mirror off the street what a couple of years ago now yeah and probably two or three now bent and broke and very nearly killed him uh, just about took my arm off. Yeah, that's intense. Four ligaments, two nerves, and an artery. It's severed. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The money you gave me because Matt started to, to oh, yeah. pay me back for the the my half of the, the license of the bar. Uh, the money you gave me literally saved my life. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, I was in the by middle. some anti-malarial malarial. It wasn't a malaria thing, although it might have eventually caused the malaria thing. Um, I was stuck in a little town i had i had some uh quad bike issues and we we're about 50 kilometers from from the nearest city major major quad bike issues and uh we wouldn't have been able to get back but we stop at this little town and the whole town comes out a couple of mechanics uh, and about 30 people come and start helping out fixing the quad bikes uh and i won't get into the details of the story because it's my stand-up at the moment, but... <laughs> Go on. Uh, I had that money of, of yours in my, my pocket, so I was able to enrich a little town in, in Madagascar and also pay them to take me back to civilization. Nice. Uh, otherwise, literally would have been stranded uh, completely in the middle of nowhere, having to walk back to a major city, potentially like 40 kilometers um, in the middle of the night. Wow. So, thank there you. you go. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I think June 5th you can expect the next one. Cool. Whatever that's worth. Speaking of stand-up, do you want to do a set on Bomb Shelter this week? I would love to. Great. We got bumped from Bomb Shelter last week. Sorry. Harris has been bumping me from everything, by the way. He bumped me from Bomb Shelter, and then I offered to host the, the Magic Hour, and he was like, nah, I'm going to get Remy to do it. Oh, no. Um, which... In retrospect, is, is fair enough because it is a magic show and I wasn't doing magic. Yeah. Remy's a bit more of a magician. Yeah, he, he did a fantastic job as well. So it makes sense. Uh, we had a great bomb shelter last week. 
Yeah? Yeah. I, I mean, probably sold maybe 10 tickets or something, but there was 20 people in the room and it was hot. It was a hot room again. Bombshell that often turns out to be a good show. Yeah. Can we announce that we're going to make it free for members this summer? Yeah. This summer for one summer only. This summer only. Friday nights at 10 p.m. Come to Comedy Bomb Shelter. If you're a comedy club member, you can come for free. That is a 10 euro value. You can get two, that's two months of your membership. Boom. So benefits Covered. for gold members, 50 cents off drinks, free entrance to a whole bunch of shows, access to the private members only grotto bathroom slash grotto relaxation room. It really feels like you're in a tropical rainforest when you're in there because there's fucking mosquitoes everywhere. There's mosquitoes. There's weird smells. There's dirt on the floor. Brass coins will be coming for members shortly. I got a message from the guys in the Ukraine who were making the coins and making the coin minting machine uh, a while ago saying that their factory had been attacked by the Russian force. A whole bunch of excuses. Uh <laughs> But they messaged me just last week saying that uh, they've managed to move their their factory and that they're going to be fulfilling orders. So very, very shortly, I'm going to be scheduling the next coin smelting ceremony, uh, which will include gold coins for all of our gold members and possibly some genuine silver coins as well. Wow. Uh, if I can manage it. Wow. So that's exciting. Does this new company uh, say you have to pay in rubles? <laughs> Comrade, we have a new. I, sorry, not to get political on here. I know, I know our audience loves the politics. Gets upset. Uh, we have an Italian show. That's right. Che fine a fatto, I think is how it's called, which is cool. That's one I remember way back at Limerick talking to to Wendy about it and trying to get something off the ground. Uh, and at the time. She didn't know enough Italian comedians or just didn't think it would, it would happen. But we thought it would be such a great idea because the Italians that were coming to our shows at the time were just the awesome. best, the best audience members. so good. And they were coming way back when we were doing shows at 1 p.m. and 3 p.m. Yeah. You know, and they just came with just the best vibe. That remi- yeah. I, need to, I need to make sure I push, out, push this show too because I know piles of Italians. Piles. I and think they're all it- amazing. I don't know if it will be the first Italian show in Barcelona. Maybe it will be. Let's say it will be. Yeah. And it's going to be epic. Uh, so that's on uh, May 27th at 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all I got, except that I was thinking, because I'm going to be advertising to a bunch of hostels and stuff and giving them these free tickets, so two tickets and two drinks for any show. Uh, so I was thinking we should put a disclaimer to every comedian that we have and all of our showrunners and stuff that just says, look, we, we retain the right to give away as many free tickets for promotional purposes as possible yeah. because that could have gotten us out of a, a couple of sticky situations, I yeah. think. And we just, we do, we do retain that right. We do want to be able to do that freely without having it be a discussion right. with some random comedian. Yeah. I would, I would be... I wouldn't be surprised, but disappointed if anybody pushed back on it. Yeah. I can see some of the showrunners complaining a little, but, but in the most part, these tickets are going to people that would not buy, would not have come in, yeah. in, I mean, in other I, ways. Specifically you know? with these, I would be targeting 
managers of hostels or people that work at hostels yeah. and hotels and, and that kind of thing. And maybe, I don't know, like say the guys that, that deliver our beer, for example, really nice guys. Uh, maybe I'd give them something. I'd love, I would love to give a, a pair of tickets to the lumbermen who have sold me all the wood for this place. The wood guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think we should do that. I think we can. We'll see. We'll see how unpopular this episode is. If the, and for our listeners, I, I, if, I'm not sure if you're aware, but this, uh, this podcast is the most famous podcast about bu- building a comedy club in Barcelona during a pandemic. And as such, we have thousands, if not millions of listeners every, every episode. Um, so we do often hear quite a bit of you know, feedback, quite a bit of comments. And it's always welcome, both positive and negative. Yeah, I take the negative comments. Matt will receive any positive comments. Yes, that's the way divisional labor works around here. I'll take compliments. John takes criticisms. Mm, Yeah. I think that's about good for today, yeah? Yeah. All right, well, thank you for joining us on Constructing the Clubhouse. We'll be back next week at a regular scheduling time. We're back... We're going to try to do it weekly from now on, right? Absolutely. That's the plan. Uh, do we want to get a guest on? Absolutely. All right. We have many people to talk to. So many people demanding to be on the podcast. Yep. So with that, I want to thank you for listening. Be sure to tune in every week. I've been Dr. Matthew Murtha. I've been John Ellis. Thank you and good night. Good night. And out.